you'd have to be blind not to see it. It, it. The the payments are there. The LLCs are apparently now there. This is treason, pure and simple. You you just can't get away from it. The problem is not the fact that you can prove it, and I don't. I, I've got no doubt that they can. The problem is not that they can prove it. It's just who the hell is going to actually do anything about it. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. Thanks so much for clicking play. It's great to have you back. That, of course, was my longtime SGT Report contributor, Matt, and he's back with all of the real news that's fit to print, the real news they won't share with you in the mainstream horror media. Friends, buckle up and please spread this one far and wide. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. There's no denying that gold is hot right now, and so is inflation. Prices are soaring, and experts are predicting there's more to come. Not so long ago, gold reached its all-time high of $2,069 an ounce, and now it's inching ever closer to that number once again. Bank of America, one of the largest banks in the world, is saying gold will rise further still to over $2,200 an ounce this year. Gold is already a safety net for your hard-earned money, and now when the stock market is all over the place and the value of the dollar is very uncertain, being safe really counts like never before. Now, there's always a risk of investment, and there's no guarantee of any kind, so do your own due diligence. Noble Gold is offering a 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin for any qualified IRA or old 401k rollover. Terms apply. A solid silver U.S. Mint-issued coin celebrating our national parks, free with every qualifying precious metals IRA or 401k rollover. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. Give them a call at 877-646-646. Five three four seven. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very much for tuning in. It's Sean from sgtreport.com, thephaser.com, and thelibertymill.com. Three sources where you can stun them with truth, with the real news, the kind of news that uh, Fox News doesn't even want to cover anymore. We have so much to talk about today in this important update with my longtime contributor, Matt. At the head of the list today is the Biden crime family. The quantifiables are now proof that the man is a treacherous, treacherous traitor. Matt, welcome back. How are you, brother? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm surviving here in the tropics. <laughs> yeah, the tropics. Matt's enduring a hundred degree heat there, guys. So uh, if you start to see him sweat like an NFL football player, that's why. Matt, we're going to kick it off here with the Biden crime family. You and I in the audience have known that this man is a puppet. He is in the pocket of China and Russia and anybody who's willing to pay the man a bribe, because evidently the man has taken quite a few bribes. We're going to get to some of the specifics in just one second. But just how dark are Hunter Biden and the Biden family crimes? Listen to Senator Johnson. Uh, One thing that we don't talk enough about, uh, I know President Biden's just so proud of his son, but let's you know, we have the evidence that Hunter Biden paid for it, paid tens of thousands of dollars for prostitutes that were sex trafficked through an international sex trafficking ring. Oh. I mean, I mean, yes, ick. Yes, ick. Crimes against humanity. I think it's a lot more than just ick, isn't it? It's Pizzagate, Pedogate level crimes here, Matt. Meanwhile, the border's wide open. We're going to get to Title 42 in one second. The invasion of our nation is on under the watch of the puppet, Joe Biden. We're going to get to the details of the Biden crime family, but uh, your reaction so far. Yeah, this is just broken just recently, hasn't it? And it's it's just more proof that these are it, it, the corruption goes right to the top. And it just does, these are a, a mafia cartel at best. Um, was it? I mean, the wording was actually interesting. It, it was like ten million dollars, wasn't it? That they tried to hide 
Uh, that was a very specific language I noticed there. It wasn't just like, oh, they received it. They It seems like they intentionally tried to hide it. Yeah, um, listen to this. What, 15 LLCs or something. Yeah, and here are the details. Yeah. The Biden family tried to hide over 10 million in foreign payments. I will pretty much guarantee, Matt, the number is far higher than that. Because I would assume they did successfully hide a lot of this stuff, but 10 million in foreign payments. Now, to me, those are bribes. You can't accept money from foreigners when you are a vice president or sitting president of the United States. That would be called a bribe. House Republicans laid out evidence of a vast network of Biden family dealings, which reek of corruption, including the Biden family received and tried to hide $10 million in payments from foreign nationals, a previously undisclosed $1 million in Romanian-linked payments, ties to Romanian influence peddling, a web of 20 LLCs created while Joe Biden was VP with a complicated corporate structure. At least 15 of the LLCs were formed after Biden became VP in 2009, This is all about influence peddling. This is all about a man willing to take bribes. This is all about a career politician so corrupt that he puts the enrichment of himself and his horrible family above we the people. That, my friends, is called treason. These LLCs accepted payments ranging from $5,000 to $3 million. The committee wants to know what legitimate business the Biden family was in to justify these payments. And I'm here to tell you, friends, as you all know, nothing will justify taking bribes from foreign nationals. Matt, before I hit record, I literally said to you the words spilled out of my mouth in anger. What is it going to take for this man to be arrested? I don't think the problem is evidence anymore, is it? it, it uh, as I was saying, it's, you'd have to be blind not to see it. it, it the, the payments are there. The LLCs are apparently now there. This is treason, pure and simple. You you just can't get away from it. The problem is not the fact that you can prove it, and I don't, I, I've got no doubt that they can. The problem is not that they can prove it. It's just who the hell is going to actually do anything about it. It like. It it's I mean, it wasn't uh, uh, Santos has just been arrested for wire fraud or something. Yeah, but do you know what one of the charges were? Five hundred sixty-four dollars. So they want to end that man's career. And by the way, I don't like George Santos. I don't give a crap about these politicians. But the point is, is that in a banana republic, and by the way, Kim dot com, he agrees with you, Matt. Listen to this: in a banana republic, there is no justice. So despite the GOP oversight committee providing evidence of Biden's crimes, including pay-for-play influence peddling, money laundering, and tax evasion. I would add to that bribe-taking. Bank records don't lie, but nothing will happen. Corrupt Joe Biden is protected by the deep state media and his Department of Justice puppets because we live in a banana republic. I weep for it, man. I just told Bix Weir that I'm in a state of mourning, and I finally arrived at the acceptance phase. The country's falling. And it's falling by design because we have a puppet in the Obama Stay Behind Network who committed a coup in 2020 and handed this thing to a man who it does not rightfully belong to. I'm talking about the presidency. Yeah, and it's it's out and out treason. (laughs) Like, I mean, that's what you've what the coma's just listed there is is evidence of outright treason, which I still believe the U.S. has the death penalty for. So, like, in, in, but nothing's going to happen. Uh, to Kim, Kim.com is absolutely right. The DOJ won't do it. They'll obf- obfuscate. The media will cover for him. Nothing will happen. It'll be Russian influence peddling or something. It, like, Russia, Russia, Russia. It, nothing will happen be- because it's that corrupt. Yeah, it is that corrupt. We live in a banana republic where now one party, the party who is 
trying to keep control despite having policies that are destroying the nation, that party is now willing to persecute their political allies. That only happens in a banana republic. Now, Title 42, that is all going away on May 11th as we're having this conversation. But already we have migrants crossing on over. Watch thousands cross over from Mexico into Brownsville, Texas. I'll play this as Mayorkas says the border's not open and it is secure. Matt, what you're seeing here is the fall of our nation. What is going to happen in the coming weeks is absolutely the fall of the republic at the hands of George Soros, the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, and their puppet, Joe Biden, and his criminal administration, none of whom have signed, valid, notarized oaths of office. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's there's quite a few of them there, isn't there? Are they, they're just waiting on the border to come in when this Title 42 lifts. Yep, that's right. Let me just sound this under a little bit. We've got the audio playing there, and I appreciate the man's hands-on commentary. But uh, this is just one entry point for illegals that will be supported and distributed throughout the nation by the criminal puppet masquerading as president named Joe Robinette Biden. Yep. Uh, this is Soros's hand at the bottom bottom of this. I can pretty much guarantee that. I mean, he's been doing it in Europe for years, um, like they would like migrant traffic routes all the way up, th- well, all the way through to northern Africa into Algeria, and he was just like essentially providing a taxi service from essentially uh, the top of North Africa into Italy. Uh, nothing. Th- this is the, him doing exactly the same thing, in my opinion, to the US. He's trying to destroy it, uh, create division. Uh, it's just how you bring down a nation, isn't it? Or how they, how he sees it, bring bringing down a nation. Yeah. So as Trump's Title 42 is due to be lifted, the U.S. is being bombarded with invaders. Once Title 42 is lifted, it's only going to get magnitude of orders worse. And this, by definition, is treason. This is World War III being waged on the sovereignty of our nation. And the man you see right here, he's got blood on his hands. In fact, when I interviewed Mike Adams, Mike said this man is one of the worst mass murderers of all time because of what's being allowed to happen. Child exploitation, child trafficking, child slavery, human slavery, all being smuggled through the southern border. And in some cases, Matt, this criminal administration in Washington, D.C. is flying these people to undisclosed locations in New York. Why? Why? So they can be trafficked internationally? What the hell is going on here, Matt? Yeah, it's just it, the numbers are getting staggering now, aren't they? It's not not just like a few thousand a week. It's like hundreds of thousands a day. Uh, and, and just think how much fentanyl is coming across with all that lot. Um, th- this is just like your, your country is now a suggestion. It, it's You know, you can look on, the, look on the map and you can see borders, but they, they just aren't there in reality. If people can come across in those sort of numbers with any amount of disease, any amount of drugs, any amount of criminality, child trafficking, everything, it's, yeah, it's falling, isn't it? Yeah, and here's another face of the Soros demon, Katie Hobbs. So she steals the election. What's the first thing she did? She dismantled the makeshift shipping cargo container border. That's the first thing she did. What has she done since? Well, her Maricopa Board of Supervisors are sending nearly $2 million to house 40 families of illegals. That's $47,000 per family. There are law-abiding Arizonans who need the money. That's what Carrie Lake has to say. And the uh, Board of Supervisors isn't investing in Arizona. They're looting it. But Matt, that is the demon rat, demo rat, Democrat model, isn't it? Looting 
the nation, looting the state. That's what they do best. Yeah, out and out criminals. Like, you believe in liberty, uh, the First Amendment, the Second Amendment. They don't. Like they're they're there to profit from it, and it doesn't matter doesn't matter what you believe. They just want to steamroll you over you, take your money, and live and live the life of a corrupt lord. It, this is communism or Bolshevism one hundred one. It's pure it and simple. Yeah, That's yeah. right. This is the yeah. this is the American Bolshevik Revolution. It's and not uh, <laughs> Alex Jones uh, on this day, as we're having this conversation, May tenth. Alex Jones did an impassioned broadcast today. I was listening to just some of it, and he was imploring the people who are going along with this, the people who believe they're part of the system. He was imploring them to wake up and understand history. They will be thrown under the bus by the same system that they now embrace. The bribes they're taking, the traitors they've become, all of it will come back to bite them. Once this Bolshevik revolution is over, they will be taken out. They will be taken out. Mark my words. That's what Alex says, and he's right, based on history. He is absolutely right. I mean, every time a a sort of like concentration of power happens, any kind of fascism, it's normally from the left um, uh, because they believe in control of other people. But, yeah, uh, there are two groups, aren't there? There are the shock troops and there are the intellectual elite who helped the uh, corrupt criminals get elected uh, and remain power, and they're always the first to go because they're the people that help them get into power. And thus, if they ever oppose the pe- current people in power, they're the ones that can get them out. So they're the first to go. And it's not yeah. go as in you're fired. It's no. it's, it's you, you go as in at the end of a firing squad. That's you, right. You, you, yeah, they, they, will, they do not realize they're being led to slaughter, but they're, they're going to learn pretty damn quickly. Yeah, it's a little bit like trying to get out of the mafia when you know too much. You ain't getting out alive, friends. And these people who have taken the bribes and they've gone along with this World Economic Forum, United Nations, George Soros plan to gut and destroy America. I'm talking about politicians who are already in the pocket of the CIA, the deep state. These people will lose their lives once this takeover is complete. And they're too stupid to know it. Too corrupt to recognize it. All right. We're going to move on because when you live in a banana republic, friends, well, a D.C. court, and I put that in parentheses and I use it loosely, a D.C. kangaroo court obliterates U.S. Bill of Rights. Our friend Greg Reese did an excellent report regarding this. We're going to listen to just a clip of it. Matt, feel free to jump in at any point. The D.C. courts have convicted members of the Proud Boys under heavy words like seditious conspiracy and conspiracy to obstruct justice, not for their actions, but for the actions of everyone else there on January 6th. According to defense attorneys, the feds had scores of agent provocateurs at the Capitol on January 6th, and they needed to ask the judge permission to inquire about them in court. Not just the FBI, but the Metropolitan Police Department in Washington, D.C. had informants in the Proud Boys. Uh, One of Mr. Uh, Metcalf's colleagues, Mr. Roots, made a motion um, for disclosure of other agents within the federal government, broadly conceived, um, 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 that were involved in the Proud Boys. And and the judge basically, um, I think the court's conclusion was, well, there are just too many government agencies for us to know. You've got to be more specific. If you've been paying attention then you've known this for well over a year now. All right, I'm going to pause it there. Of course, he goes in to talk about Ray Apps. So where have we seen this throughout history? We've seen this in communist dictatorships. In this case, they're talking about the Metropolitan Police in D.C. and the FBI. Well, they may as well be renamed the Stasi. 
because this is what happens in corrupt communist Marxist hellholes in banana republics. This is what happens in banana republics, Matt. You get a figurehead who they call your presidente, like Joe Biden, who can commit all measure of crime and get away with it, while people who merely show up for a redress of grievances regarding those crimes, those are the people who are targeted. And in this case, these poor men are facing up to 50 years in prison because we live in a banana republic, Matt. Yep. Yep. It's, it's getting ever more clear, isn't it? Um yeah, the interesting thing about that case is the fact that the four guys that got actually uh, convicted, they didn't uh, seem to get convicted for anything they did. It was th- th- what they it was a seditious conspiracy. So they 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 were actually found guilty for the, for what the tyrants essentially believed the crowd did. Uh, now that to me is an absolute travesty of justice. I don't, I don't understand how you, how anybody could let. I mean, if if you let that go, that's the end of the rule of law. Surely, I mean, you cannot prosecute Hunter Biden, but that that's an absolute subversion of the law. It should not. You should not be prosecuted for what the crowd does. Like, make, like it's just outright criminal. You make a great point. The crimes that were committed that were seditious conspiracy were committed by the deep state that tried very hard and successfully did so with the help of the mainstream whore mockingbird media set these people up. So the people who showed up in Washington, D.C. to redress their grievances over a crooked coup, a crooked election, which I call a coup, those people were then targeted by the system that they showed up to beg for a redress of grievances. So you're absolutely right. This is what happens in a banana republic. We're going to move on here because we've got a lot of news to break down today, friends. This one is from Stu Peters. Matt Taylor, is that guy a dentist, Matt? Who is this? He found nanotech. Supposedly, he's found nanotech in dental anesthetics. Yeah, I'm trying to recall his background now, but basically he appeared on Stu Peters quite a while back uh, because he was finding nanotech in in the COVID shots. uh, And he was like essentially showing my, I mean, he's properly done. I think he's an engineer. He's like uh, from uh, from microscopes and things like that. Um, And recently uh, what he did was pulled up some dental anesthetics and found exactly the same COVID nanotech or the the, the nanotech in 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 these uh, anaesthetics that you get like injected into you for like you know a tooth extraction, root canal, you know normal sort of dental work. They they, they contain the same sort of technology that the COVID shots could, um, um, possess. So like the, 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 this is technology that's going into you, whether you like it or not. It seems this reminds yes. me of human DNA now being found in McDonald's meat. I don't know if you've heard that, yeah, but I, I if did, we now yeah. live in a world where that's possible. Certainly nothing surprises me anymore because the demons, and I mean that quite literally, the people who worship and or are possessed by demons at the top of the food chain in this world, the people who run this planet, they hate humanity as we've been documenting for many years now. We're going to play just a clip of this. And before I hit play, Matt, did you happen to see the BBC try to do a hit piece on Stu Peters, but he brought his own cameras, turned the tables on them, and that became the story. The lying BBC that supported and coddled and covered up for the crimes of Jimmy Savile for three decades, more than three decades, that same BBC wanted to do a hit piece on Stu Peters, and he turned the tables. Did you catch that? I did indeed. I watched the whole thing. Um, And I I really, really wish more people would treat BBC personnel like that. Uh, like they never get pushed back on. Uh, like not even the conservative politicians in in the UK push back on the BBC. And I really wish somebody would take these like lunatics who believe in the strangest things. 
uh, on more often. He did a fantastic job, and I, I would thoroughly recommend people watch that. It's yeah. an, it's a masterclass in t- t- how to t- how to tell fake news the truth. Yeah, he was being interviewed by two mercenaries there, one in person, a male who was at the studio with him, and then one via Zoom, a female. And he tore the female a new one because she wouldn't shut up with her lies. And so he called her a liar multiple times and then backed it up with quantifiables, as maybe only Stu Peters can do. He's very good at it. Yeah, yeah, he's he's very forceful and uh, imposing like that, isn't he? But but it was a great interview uh, from his point of view. Yeah. Let's listen to this. Nanotech found in the vax also observed in dental drugs. Welcome back. So Matt Taylor has become quite the fan favorite on this program as a hero who saw what was happening to America and used his own immense talents and hard work to escape and build a new life for himself abroad. Matt has two master's degrees in energy systems engineering and in architecture. He now lives in Ecuador where he's built his own off the grid organic farm. It's fossil fuel free, cell phone free, It has its own water source. It generates its own independent electricity. Awesome. The envy of most of us at this point. Well, we started talking to Matt on this show during the rollout of the COVID shots after he got his hands on some of the vials of those vaccines, mixed them with his own blood, and then put them under a microscope. Wasn't exactly sure what he saw, but he knew that it was bad news. And since then, Matt has also conducted independent research on 5G and what it does to our bodies. Well, now Matt has a new project. In the past several months, Matt has collected a large number of samples of dental anesthetics, the kind used while filling a cavity or performing a root canal. He started to look at those under a microscope, and once again, what he's discovering is shocking him. According to Matt, the exact same nanotech that he observed in these vaccines is also showing up in dental anesthetics. All right, I'm going to pause it there. Guys, I'm going to go back to Matt. I will leave a link below. You guys can watch that in its entirety at your leisure. Do you know what my takeaway, though, from that so far is, Matt? The number one takeaway for me is this. Matt wisely moved to a country where he can be free and have access to a clean water source and farm, as he so chooses, organic, high-quality food, all of which is now being outlawed in the West. Matt moved to Ecuador. Maybe I need to check out Ecuador, Matt. Yeah, yeah, it's, it sounds like a lovely place, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, I think that the the uh, I think the further, almost the further away you can get from these uh, highly efficient kill systems that seem to be uh, cropping up, like you, you want to be in a sort of what was what are called developing countries, where the, the infrastructure to do all that stuff just isn't there, because then you can't be bothered by it. Like it's like I'm not worried about nanotech in. in Thailand's anesthetics, they, they probably just don't have the infrastructure to do that. Um, so I'm, I'm presuming he's there in Ecuador doing the same sort of thing. The, the, it, the food's grown locally, like it's not mass agriculture. Uh, I mean, where I am, it, it, I'm just in farming central uh, for northern Thailand. There's just hundreds of local little farms growing rice, growing chickens, eggs, like, and it's all local. It, none of it is from some huge agric- biopharma agriculture system that's going to put you know, God knows what in it, mRNA at the moment, isn't it? It's going in meats, everything. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, is that, uh, look, and I'm not a uh, screaming from the rooftops vegetarian. I'm not. I like eating a cheeseburger. I like having steak occasionally. But uh, if people understood and actually allowed themselves to have the empathy of understanding how corporate farming treats animals in this country and around the world, 
I think it would be brought to an end fairly quickly because what we do to cattle, what we do to pigs, what we do to chickens is beyond the pale. And as these corporations are willing to abuse and treat animals, Matt, how do you think they view us? They view us as animals. They treat us the exact same way. That's what's coming under the World Economic Forum's Great Reset if they can get away with it. They're going to treat us just like those animals, at least those of us who survived their depop efforts. Yeah, I mean, I think the F- F- is it the FDA has just given the green light for gene-edited pigs. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it never ends. Yeah. It never yeah. ends. Well, it never ends because they despise God's creation. They want to rebuild the world, right? Build back better. They want to rebuild the world in their Luciferian vision. Yeah, and I, I can't speak for anybody else, but I, I don't want any part of it. I'm prepared to resist it to, to my last breath. Yeah, yeah right. it's like right. they're, they're certainly trying to uh, put everybody in a box where you can't escape. Well, I think when we talk about the subject of finding this stuff in dental anesthetics, when we find human DNA in McDonald's products, when we know 5G is a weapon system, we need to keep our eye on the prize And to me, the number one most wanted corporation at this point should still be Pfizer. We need to keep our eye on the prize. Just exposed Pfizer, Lee Fang's exclusive bombshell report about Pfizer, about the crimes against humanity, about the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. We are never going to stop talking about this as people continue to die suddenly, Matt. Take us through it. Yeah, this is um, essentially uh, when COVID uh, essentially kicked off. um, and. There were all these sort of groups coming out with like, oh, yeah, the vaccine's great. They're like, uh, What was actually happening was Pfizer was actually funding uh, God knows how many of these like grassroots efforts uh, um, to quite decent sums of money, like up to like $100,000, according to Lee Fang. But all these it, it, grassroots things that you think are independent, you know, like the some immunology council you you think oh they think the vaccine's okay no Pfizer was um uh, bunging them like cash behind the, essentially behind the scenes uh to, to try and fool you for vaccine policy efforts uh, all sorts of things it was, so nothing about this was true it was an orchestrated event from the very beginning to convince you that you were mental if you didn't want to take a bioweapon it like Pfizer's an outright criminal organization and like uh, how baller isn't in, in facing the Nuremberg Code? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> either. Yeah, It's just like Joe Biden. See, yeah. once you're part of the club, you get to get away with all measure of crime. However, you're not safe. They do take each other out from time to time. We've seen so much evidence of that over the years. One such piece of evidence is related to our next topic. And Matt, I'm sure you have a lot to say about this since you hail from the U.K., You probably got a few things to say about the prince who has finally gotten his crown. King Charles, the man who foams at the mouth over the World Economic Forum and the United Nations Agenda 2030 policies. This guy is all about the Great Reset, and he finally got his crown because mommy passed away. What do you think about King Charles, Matt? Uh, Yeah, I I think that entire family needs some looking into, don't they? I mean, just like they kick Savile. His his uncle was... um, uh, finding small boys anywhere between eight and twelve from the Northern Ireland Kinkora boys' home. 
Uh, he was, he was good friends with Edward Heath. <laughs> Who was good friends with Edward Heath? Because what I know to be true about uh, Edward Mount Heath, Pat- the former prime minister, is after he died, he was accused of being involved in the murders of as many as 16 children because he was part of a satanic cult. Who was friends with Heath? I, I think I think Charles. I think Charles, uh, okay. I think it's I think it's all one, just one big incestuous club by the look of it. I mean, it, uh, Mount Batten is Charles's uncle, I think, and it, it, this is when it started. And the FBI knew this from the forties, according to their documents. It's just like one big incestuous. Like I, you know, <laughs> I mean, what do you say? It's just paedophilia, just rampant in that family, isn't it? I mean, I, unbelievably. Um, Prince Andrew might actually be the lightest one in the family. <laughs> it's just nuts. The, the, that, the whole thing ought to be taken down. I'd, I'd make Britain a republic as fast as I could. Yeah, a republic if you can keep it. We used to have yeah. a republic. Now we have a banana republic. It's very sad. Well, so go according ahead. According to really graceful there, she's basically saying that King Charles was actually the person who actually kicked off the uh, Great Reset. Yeah. Because if you look at his tweet... It actually says, as we move from rescue to recovery, we have a unique but rapidly shrinking opportunity to learn lessons and reset ourselves on a more sustainable path. And what she was arguing was that was the sort of like the starting gun uh, for this great reset, where essentially you will own nothing and be happy. Yeah, that's right. And Western right. values will be t- uh, uh, tested to breaking point, all that sort of, all that good stuff. Yeah. And by the way, I don't think Princess Diana was in the club. She married into the club. Prince Charles got tired of that arranged marriage very quickly. And he wanted to be with his consort, Camilla. So they killed Diana. That's what they did, friends. They killed Diana. That was no accident. They murdered her and she knew they were going to, which is why she confided in her butler that she believed Mm -hmm. Prince Charles had a plan to kill her via a car accident. Meanwhile, while he was prince, Charles was chummy. Best friends with Jimmy Savile, the notorious pedophile, child trafficker, and necrophiliac whose crimes were covered up by the BBC for more than three decades, the same BBC that just tried to do that hit piece on Stu Peters. This is what we're up against on planet Earth, Matt. Yeah, through his royal patronage, Jimmy Savile used to go like... Uh, he had his own set of keys, apparently, to like all sorts of hospitals and kids' homes. Uh, I think including the Kinkora uh, boys' home, and that's where essentially all the boys were trafficked through. So, yeah, Saville was essentially the child trafficker-in-chief, apparently, so it seems, for the royal family. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Just a quick word about our sponsor. Did you know Bank of America is saying gold will go to 2200 this year? An all-time high. Invest in a gold IRA with Noble Gold Investments today and take advantage of this rare opportunity to secure your retirement savings. Now remember, there's always a risk of investment and no guarantee of any kind, so do your own due diligence. But I myself own gold. With the experts at Noble Gold Investments, you can ride the wave of gold's historic rise to financial security amidst all the inflation. This month, they're offering a solid silver 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin with every qualifying precious metals IRA or 401k rollover. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. Hurry and go to noblegoldinvestments.com to secure your wealth and bag a free 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin if you qualify. noblegoldinvestments.com That's noblegoldinvestments.com You know, we're kind of going backwards here, but I just see this in your outline. I hadn't reviewed this part yet. Devastating Cleveland Clinic 
study reveals more COVID vax doses equals more COVID. It is interesting to note, as Stu Peters did in that interview with BBC, that the number one highest vaccinated country in the world is Israel. And where do we see the most patients in the hospital with COVID? In Israel, vaccinated patients dying from what they call COVID. And the BBC covers all of it up. What do you make of this new report, this study here? Yeah, this, this this is the Cleveland Clinic report, which was basically, I think, designed or set up to try and prove that uh, the booster shots had efficacy. And what they managed to actually do was prove the exact opposite. <laughs> um, it's essentially what it essentially proved. Sorry, what it essentially proved was that if you were unvaccinated, unvaccinated, you were less likely to get COVID than if you had the the first dose, the second dose, the third, or the first, then the first booster and the second booster. And it's completely linear and sequential. So that if if it like the the lines are like, like this, they're they're kind of like second dose, you're more likely to get COVID than if you have one dose. And if you have three booster shots, you're more likely to get COVID than if you have two. And it's like, it was done over 51,000 people. It was, it, they, they essentially proved that the more doses of COVID vaccine you get, the more likely you are to get COVID. <laughs> the exact opposite of what you were told these things did. Yeah, the more likely you are to get COVID and or myocarditis, pericarditis, yep. stroke out, have a sudden heart attack and die while you sleep. All measure of illness, which was documented in that 2020 FDA slide, the known effects of the bioweapon were these things that I'm showing on screen right now, friends. This is what happens when the whole world becomes a banana republic ruled by corporations. Literally, that is the right phrase, a banana republic. We're being ruled by criminal oligarchs who own all of the corporations. All right, we're going to move on to this. Globally, that's right. We're going to move on to this next line item. And again, it's Stu Peters. Perhaps we should play some of this. I have been saying for quite some time that Epstein definitely was involved with the Mossad. Just look at his backers, look at his ties to Israel. Epstein worked for Israel's Mossad, U.S. intelligence agencies captured by foreign governments. Well, that's not a stretch. John Kirko's got the information here, but as you know and I know, Matt, on 9-11, the dancing Israelis were arrested, detained for about 70 days, and then sent back to Israel. These were men who then went on a talk show and said, our purpose was to document the event. And at that point, we were taken for another round of questioning, this time related to our allegedly being members of Mossad. The fact of the matter is, we are coming from a country that experiences terror daily. Our purpose was to document the event. We also have that Carl Cameron three-part series from Fox News back in the day when Fox News actually did real reporting. And Carl Cameron outlined the far-reaching web of Israel spies doing espionage in the United States in that three-part piece. And that came out right after 9-11. The Mossad was involved in what happened on 9-11, just as the CIA was, which I think is a nice segue to this clip. Welcome back. John Kiriakou is a former CIA officer and investigator for the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. He dedicated 14 years of his life to the CIA until that agency's behavior forced him to become a whistleblower instead. John was actually the first CIA whistleblower to report the agency was torturing detainees with waterboarding. So for that, he was prosecuted and imprisoned under U.S. anti-espionage laws, even though he was a whistleblower, not a spy. So thanks to that, John is the only person to have been punished in any way for the CIA's illegal clandestine torture program, for exposing it rather than for participating in it. 
Well, John is one against a free man, and he remains a fearless truth teller. Thank God. He doesn't just reveal the wrongdoings of the CIA, but also the flagrant spying operations that go on in this country on behalf of other countries. For starters, our supposed ally of Israel. Israel's Mossad is one of the most sophisticated and most successful spying operations on the planet, and that includes right here in the United States. According to John, there's evidence of literally nearly 200 Israeli spies and intelligence operatives working in America as we speak right now. They do it, he says, working as undeclared officers who burrow their way into the American academic and defense contracting worlds. And you won't be surprised to learn that, yes, John thinks that when he was alive, Jeffrey Epstein was definitely one of those operatives. Epstein may have had one of the most important and sophisticated roles. He says that Epstein's entire life fits the exact template of a man who's secretly an intelligence asset, and specifically one linked to Mossad. You see, spies try to burrow into networks and organizations, and Epstein was a master burrower. He made friends with CEOs and top scientists, top politicians, presidents, and elite Harvard academics. That was his entire shtick. Meet with as many people of influence as possible, and it seems get dirt on as many people as possible. Then hold it over their heads, get them what you want them to do via the inflation of bribery and blackmail material. For example, pictures of influential people with underage children. I'm going to pause it there. Let's process this together. I want to say one thing regarding Stu Peters. The man is not afraid to go towards the fire. The building's on fire. Everybody else is running away. And Stu Peters is running in to try to save lives. Because let me tell you something. The most caustic, the most dangerous subject to cover in the real news is Israel's power over our government, is the Mossad that was involved on 9-11 in that false flag operation. If you're willing to talk about the Mossad, there's not much you won't talk about. My hat's off to Stu Peters. Yeah, agreed. Uh, it, uh, it, there is literally nothing he won't touch, and he's he's not he's not afraid of calling the uh, COVID shots a bioweapon either. It, it, it he's very very direct with his words, rightly so. I mean, it's it, yeah, he's calling calling Epstein a, a, a an Israeli Mossad agent, and I, I I agree with him. I think he is. I think it's pretty clear. Yeah, as does John Kirikow as well. If you uh, watch the interview. Yeah, it adds up because even today they say the mainstream horror media will say they don't know where Epstein's wealth came from. Turns out he's not a genius trader. He's really not a brilliant financial guy on Wall Street. Where did all of his tens of millions of dollars come from? Where did he get the money to buy that island and outfit it in the way he did? Essentially, with tunnels and dungeons and cameras, closed circuit cameras that would document the crimes of the guests invited to the island that were ensnared in a honeypot because corrupt people are happy to do corrupt things if they think they have the cover of darkness. But really what was happening is they were being ensnared by this Mossad CIA honeypot. They were being videotaped so that they could be blackmailed in perpetuity so that what we're now seeing in our nation, the fall of the Republic, Matt, could take place. Right. So Epstein, the Mossad, the CIA, it really is what ails us. And as soon as JFK spoke out against these alphabet agencies, CIA, they blew his head off. Yep. Yeah, it's like... Um, and it might not. I mean, it might be a joint operation between the CIA and Mossad, because, like, um, apparently, according to Kirikow, the uh, Epstein met. Well, as has just been released, he met uh, William Burns in 2014 three times. So uh, the CIA seems to have known about it a bit, like like 
the the 9-11 hijackers that they like gave bank accounts to they do seem to know a lot of this stuff before it all happens don't they but yeah it's like uh, Kirikawa was explaining that um uh, epstein has just got that like a, a complete back record that f- I, almost identically fits a borrowing agent that there's no no party affiliation they, they they don't need to send spies into like the republicans and the uh and the democrats because then you need two spies so it's much better to have a borrowing borrowing agent that actually is connected to all the right people from both parties because then he can do exactly what you've just suggested. He can buy a little island. He can put cameras in a little dungeon somewhere, invite Bill Gates along for a massage, record him, and then they've got something over him. And they invited, well, everybody, everybody from presidents to, well, yeah, Hillary Clinton, Bill Gates, like anybody with any influence on uh, world events can now be bribed. That's right. All right, we're going to move on. We've got two more important news items to share, critical news items to share, but I do want to make one more point regarding the Mossad, Stu Peter's willingness to go into the fire while everyone else is running away from the truth. It is interesting to note that so many of the people in power in the Biden administration are of Jewish descent. Now, the ADL in Media Matters would scold me for bringing that up. But when Jews account for less than 2% of the global population, it's interesting to see that they pretty much retain all the power in Washington, D.C. Newland, Victoria Newland, Mayorkas, Merrick Garland, all Jews, Janet Yellen. Jews have a heck of a lot of power in our fragile, now crumbling republic, don't they, Matt? Yep, and I think Epstein's probably at the very heart of that. I mean, if you can like get dirt on somebody and then say, "Oh, just allow this person to take this role and this person to take this role," you suddenly develop a, a, a kind of like spider's web of se- severe interest in your uh, political. Ad- well, I think Israel considers America a political adversary by the look of it, doesn't it? And it's they're completely taking control because they can. They've got dirt on, on just about every American politician. Yeah. Like China's got out dirt on Biden. They must have uh, like they were the one paying the bribes. So like almost everybody is corrupt. Or it's just a web of corruption from top to bottom. The thing I want to say, too, is that, of course, not all Jews are bad any more than all Catholics are bad. Just because the Pope traffics in children and covers up pedophilia within the Catholic Church for decades doesn't mean all Catholics are bad. But I think a lot of Jews in power are willing to take the dictate from Israel, which is to be a good Jew, you need to sell out the country you're in. So putting the religious dictates over country Not putting God and country first, but putting the religious dictates first is a huge, huge problem, and it's time more people spoke about it. All right, we're going to do another screen share, guys. The news is coming at us so fast and furiously, it's hard to keep up. A secret 2024 election summit with Republican officials funded by, some would say he's a Jew and a bloodline to the Rockefeller family, Zuckerberg. So an election summit funded by Zuckerberg and the Center for Election Innovation and Research, Matt. Tell us about this. They're just going to steal another election, aren't they? Yeah, this is literally just just happened. And Laura Luma was there. And I think she was the only one. Uh, But yeah, essentially Zuckerberg. Uh, uh, Jamie Raskin, Raffenberger, uh, Bill Gates, not that one. Uh, uh, they're essentially all there to uh, discuss election integrity. Um, and so all the people who uh, stole the election last time and paid for the interference are uh, getting together again. Um, there are literally no MAGA Republicans there because they're considered fascists and racists. 
um, and they're they're just getting there together again to to work out how to steal another one. So, you know, heads up, twenty twenty four, you're going to steal everything the same again. Yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's crazy. It's like it's like they're not even trying to hide it. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. That's yeah. the point. They are no longer trying to hide their crimes. They are wearing it on their sleeve like a badge of honor. They want to bring down the Western world so they can usher in their one world government. That remains their goal. Despite being behind on the plan and despite the Great Awakening, they are unrelenting in their attack on humanity. Guys, I said just one or two more news items. I think we should mention this one as well. I was going to skip over it, but it's an assassination bombshell shared by Dr. Jane Ruby. Take us through this real quickly, Matt. Yeah, this is uh, Brother uh, Alexander Bugno, I don't, I, I'm going to butcher his, uh, his surname, but yeah. essentially he runs the uh, um, from Rome.info globalist news um, site. Uh, it's quite a good little site. I probably should post more more from it. Um, but basically, he's uh, on the uh, Archbishop Vigano um, sort of ideology that he knows. I mean, I was listening to this. He, he knew everything. He was like, I know about the the COVID bioweapon. I know about it. And apparently... In January, while he was, I get this, uh, doing 120 miles an hour, that's that's Italy for you, uh, two cars at the same time tried to uh, take him off the road. <laughs> so so it sounds like he had an assassination attempt uh, from who who knows. I mean, the Vatican's obviously got hit squad somewhere, but uh, yeah, uh, he, he's, uh, he believes he was uh, uh, targeted for assassination uh, and somebody tried to kill him um, for speaking the truth. Huh. Uh, so little bit like the Clinton body count, huh? They got hit teams running around, too, is uh, anybody paying attention? Big Pharma, well they got them. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Big Pharma's got them. I always think of uh, the Merck whistleblower Brandy Vaughn, who died mysteriously. Yep. She had said she would never, ever kill herself. Her goal was to live a long life because she loved her son. That was her treasure in this world. She blew the whistle on Merck and Gardasil, and this was long before the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine was rolled out. But she lost her life for speaking out and sharing what she knew as a former Pfizer salesperson about the crimes of Pfizer. Speaking about the crimes of these people, how about mass murderer Rochelle Walensky? She's finally resigned, but that came just days after after an incriminating report emerged. Do you think the resignation has anything to do with this specific report? It sure doesn't seem like just a coincidence, Matt. Yeah, no, I think this is probably the um, uh, Biden, uh, I don't know, tyranny. Um, just getting rid of anybody that might give them bad press over the next uh, election cycle. So it doesn't surprise me um, uh, that that she's gone and she's out, outlived her usefulness. But yeah, this this is a report from essentially Naomi Wolf, um, and it mentions the fact that in early 20, 2021, I think it was April, Pfizer absolutely knew that uh, this, this uh, COVID bioweapon would. Um, disrupt the menstrual cycle and the and pregnancies of uh, pregnant women and it they then just went rather than recoiling in horror and saying pregnant women shouldn't take the Pfizer bio, bioweapon what they actually did was uh, ignore it and uh, deliver it to as many people as they could yeah so th- this is just yet more evidence that just will be ignored um, of, of just blatant criminality. Like the, the the people running this show knew this was going to happen. It 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 was in the evidence they knew in in, in April twenty twenty one. And yet they they're still advocating it now. That's right. Well, these are crimes against humanity. Yeah. These are premeditated 
crimes against humanity for which the death penalty should be in order for anyone who knew about the plan and went along with it. And again, it speaks to that October 2020 slide from the FDA where they knew what the side effects would be from the bioweapon. Many of the side effects we see now, myocarditis, pericarditis, strokes, and death, people dying suddenly, all the intended purpose of the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. So crimes against humanity, we live in a banana republic, they want a great reset where you'll own nothing and be happy if you happen to survive their depopulation plan. All right, we're going to go back to Matt's outline and share just a couple of more things. Ukraine's massive spring offensive just started, says Russia. Now, this comes from our buddy there at Redacted, Clayton Morris. He does a really, really good job. Turns out he's former Fox News turned truth reporter and journalist. He does a great job there. Guys, I'll try to remember to leave the links below to many of these videos that Matt has so kindly clipped out for us in this outline. But the uh, drone attack against Putin. You know, in my view, Matt, it definitely was an attempt to kill Putin or at least get him to back down. They want Putin on his heels. Putin is not going on his heels. And these people are not going to win a war over Ukraine with Russia. It's not going to happen, Matt. Yeah, this this is proof that the the people running the military industrial complex and the the geopolitical uh, stratosphere for the U.S. military are just completely insane. Like, I I can't imagine what they thought they were going to be what the result i mean look consider what the result might have been if putin had been in there and a like a, a several i mean and a, several drones had just gone off next to him I yeah, mean, yeah, if like, it had been a parade for instance which i believe was their yeah. intention in the future try to target the man at a parade in an open air setting yeah. and assassinate him and by the way even rhinos have called for the assassination the termination of putin i'm thinking of that traitor matt lindsey graham yeah i was like i mean the, this 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 is looking dangerously stupid now um, because, like, what's Putin meant to do with that? Um, you, you could essentially force him into position of retaliating. And then if you do take him out, who's to say the person behind him is any, any – any, I mean, Putin's actually quite calculating. He's not a hothead. And that, that, from our point of view, is actually quite a good thing. I mean, if you actually succeed and take him out, and a, one of the generals that wants to, like – Park nuclear subs off of Florida. Yeah. Um, what? What? You, this could go spiraling out of control very, very, very quickly. And if somebody needs to rein these lunatics in, right sharp. Uh, like th- th- this could go wrong in in so many ways. No, uh, you mean it's not. It's it's not funny. It's like the, the, it. It doesn't take a lot. I mean, the World War One started because some archduke got shot. Like th- that's all it took. I mean, like. Suppose I mean, just replace that with an archduke got droned. Well, and by the way, though, you make a good point. (laughs) The archduke and his family got assassinated by dot, 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 the Rothschilds in the same criminal cartel that is targeting our nation now. I just want to make the point. The Bolshevik revolution was sparked by these same people who now control our government and are trying to topple our republic and open the borders and usher in this great reset. Same people, Matt. Yeah, you, and you're pushing and poking uh, somebody with nuclear weapons. Like when he decides to respond, I'm I'm hoping it's with a cool head. I mean, so far he's keeping it, but like, how long can he keep the generals baying for blood at, at bay? Um, I mean, if you actually successfully take out Putin, one of those generals could step up and you know the Russian army then roll doesn't just roll into Ukraine. Uh, it, it will start putting a 
uh, like, like forces on the border of NATO quite quickly and, yeah. and probably deservedly so. We're lunatics. We're, like, yeah, we're managed by lunatics. And that is the scariest part because your point's a yeah. good one. You know, I say a lot that the only reason and others do historians will say and tell people a lot that the only reason we didn't have a nuclear exchange during the Cuban Missile Crisis was because cooler heads did prevail. And JFK didn't listen to the Joint Chiefs who wanted a nuclear exchange, who wanted a war with Russia. He picked up the phone and he talked to Khrushchev and they worked it out. We The yeah. same is not true in this case. Biden is not capable of having that conversation with Putin, nor do his handlers want him to do so. So this is what happens when you have a stolen election and a coup. These crazy people, and, and by the way, Hillary Clinton would have done the exact same thing. We yeah. would have been in this situation back in 2016, 17, 18, if Hillary Clinton had not gotten beaten by Donald Trump. I guarantee you this was the plan. And now the plan's being rolled out by these insane people that control Joe Biden. Yes. Yeah, like, absolutely. Uh, and it's, it's getting more and more dangerous by the minute because that was one or two. I mean, I think they've sent drones last week and, and, and this week. Uh, but how, how long is it before like a, a whole armada of drones just hits the Kremlin? Like what, what, they keep escalating and escalating until he's going to respond. And when he when he responds. Like, what are we going to do then? Because we have utter lunatics with absolutely no regard for the seven billion people on Earth that could die in a in a like east west nuclear exchange, like they, like the words fail me. It's like I, I I don't quite know how criminally stupid you have to be to carry on pushing like this. It's, it's not going to end well. And if anything, like uh, that deserves to happen if Donald Trump gets elected or RFK. Um, uh, yeah, those two need to get elected pronto, or one of the two, just to pull these idiots back. Uh, because I, I don't particularly, I don't, don't particularly want to see a, a worldwide nuclear war. Right, I don't either. You know, I just called up Twitter to see if there's any breaking news as we're rounding out the conversation here. And I just want to point out to people that this war against crypto is very, very real. Uh, the adversaries cool. in the United States that hate crypto, including Gary Gensler and Elizabeth Warren. They continue to have these coordinated attacks on Bitcoin. The Bitcoin chart looks like this just about every day. There's some cliff fall that happens almost every day as they try to destroy crypto in the United States. It's not going to work. Hong Kong, Saudi Arabia, other nation states are embracing the opportunity crypto presents. And uh, yep. the U.S. is quickly falling behind because it is a banana republic. And because the only thing these people have is their fiat debt-based system. That's where their power is derived from. So they want to kill crypto so they can roll out their central bank digital currency, their slave coin. And Elizabeth Warren is extremely excited about that opportunity, Matt. Yeah, I don't think she's going to succeed. Uh, I think the whole point of the crypto is to to uh, keep it away from government, isn't it? Not not to like participate in it. But yeah, the, 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 they're going to... It's in all facets of control, isn't it? It's like they, they want to control what you eat, what you do, what you say, what you think, what you see, and they want to control exactly where you go with, through your money. Like, I mean, if, if CBDCs take a uh, take a hold, uh, and, you know, like, was it uh, DeSantis in Florida? He seems to be putting up some resistance, and I can't imagine he's the only one. Uh, Ecuador, uh, that's gone uh, gone for Bitcoin as a, a currency. Thanks to El Salvador Max as well. El Salvador as yep. well, where yeah, Max uh, Kaiser is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, yeah, like I don't think it's going to work. The the network society is growing and growing and growing. So all they're going to do with all this sort of stuff is just push more and more and more and more people into it. 
So I think they're fighting a losing battle, but it doesn't mean they're not going to try and um, bring the whole world to de- crashing down while while they do so. Yep, they're absolute criminals. They hate humanity. They hate our kids, which is why that Pfizer document exists. They knew what this bioweapon would do to women who were pregnant. But if they couldn't convince those women to run out and worship at the altar of abortion and sacrifice their children to Moloch, well, let's see if they can't cause spontaneous abortions due to the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. It's all part of the eugenics Rockefeller plan, folks. And uh, I guess this is a very, very appropriate way to sign off today with this last news item. I'm just hearing about this from attorney Robert Barnes. FBI informants are now infiltrating Congress and bragging about it. He retweeted something from Derek Myers here saying, I can publicly confirm that during my brief time in the congressman's office, I had met secretly with agents from the FBI in an effort to work as a confidential informant and human asset against the congressman during my course of employment in his office. Friends, this is what happens in a banana republic. The apparatchiks, the people in power, the alphabet agencies are all turned against the people as the dictatorship cements itself in the authoritarian totalitarian state becomes the new way as part of the Great Reset. That is the world in which we live. America is now a banana republic, Matt. It is. And that, that, that actually, I mean, that's just come up come up now, isn't it? But uh, that, that kind of reminds me of Jesse Ventura's uh, story. <laughs> At the moment he was elected governor, it all yep. went down and just immediately there was a room full of CIA people. <laughs> there so, were. Yeah. That's right. He yeah, had about so. 30 CIA agents in the uh, state capitol that asked, that requested his presence for a meeting within a week of his election. And he How was, and wish? he went down to this room. Some of them had nameplates. Half of them did not. Some of them would identify themselves. Half of them would not. But they wanted to know, how did you get here? How did this happen? Because the election system in this country is not designed to let an independent become governor, much less president. So thank God Robert F. Kennedy is telling the truth about the CIA now. He's pointing his finger squarely at them and saying the CIA murdered my uncle, John F. Kennedy, and they were probably involved in the murder of my father. It wasn't Sirhan Sirhan who acted alone. Sirhan Sirhan is not the one who shot my father from behind when Sirhan Sirhan was ahead of my father. My father was executed from behind, and then he goes on to name the name, and it probably all ties back to the CIA. That's where we live, man. We live in trying times, right? Yeah, very, very much so. Um, As I keep saying, the the good news is more and more people are waking up. I mean, like five years ago, it felt like you were talking talking into the wind, and like almost everybody was brainwashed. But now Tucker is leaving, uh, and he's... He's essentially going to go mental, I think, on on the uh, uh, corporate news networks. Um, um, Dan Bongino's starting to wake up. Uh, he's getting a bit more feisty, I think. I might call it against the the political establishment and how to combat it. So people are waking up. It's been slow, but uh, I suspect the speed is going to start get, um, increasing. Uh, there's going to be increasing awareness as uh, banks start closing and cash machines stop working and electricity grids start failing. People are going to wise up real quick. Uh, and that's that's the danger for these globalists, isn't it? Like 7 billion people all suddenly working out what's happened because uh, there's many more of us than there are of them. Yeah. 
No, there are. And I want to make one last point here regarding Dan Bongino, whose relationship with Fox News was just severed by Fox News, just like Tucker's was. Let me just give people an example of how this works at Fox News. If you toe the line, you continue to get paid. One example of that would be Brett Baer, the guy who called Arizona early during the last election, enraging Republicans who were still standing in line, unable to vote, wanting to vote. But beyond that, Geraldo Rivera, still an asset over at Fox News. Who did Geraldo Rivera have a very contentious relationship with? Dan Bongino. The two of them would go head to head in these conversations when they would be guests on you know, any particular show, any particular weekend. And Dan Bongino would oftentimes end up in a tirade, really visibly angry at Geraldo for Geraldo's stance, which is always nonsensical. The point is, Geraldo Rivera still at Fox News, Dan Bongino gone. Geraldo Rivera, there's a famous clip of him outside with Alex Jones and protesters approaching a Fox News live shot, and the protesters are saying 9-11 was an inside job, etc. 9-11 was an inside job, and Geraldo made fun of them, told them to go away, made fun of the whole idea. Meanwhile, there's a tweet from Geraldo defending Ghislaine Maxwell. There's a picture on the internet, of course, of Geraldo Rivera with Jeffrey Epstein. You guys starting to get the picture here? You toe the line with the deep state, you get to keep your high-paying job at Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, man. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're caught by the web, you 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 stay in the web, don't you? And if you don't, if you, if you don't toe the line, you're out. Uh, Tucker's just found out that. Um, but I think I think I mean his popularity is just going to grow, isn't it? It's going it's just going to be the Streisand effect all over again. So I, I hope he gets a massive audience. I mean, Fox has just absolutely created its entire audience. It wasn't like a small dent. It was like it was down like seventy percent, wasn't it, in the in the primetime viewings or something? So that, yeah. that's huge. That's huge. It means like even Fox News, uh, which is still got, which is small compared to like regular like Rumble channels, uh, can take such a hit because one person left, and he was the only person that seemed to be standing up against like the the corporate mantra. He was against Ukraine. He was like against the vaccines. He did all sorts of stuff. Yep. So yeah, I think they're about to find out just how unpopular just towing the line actually is. Yeah, you sparked a thought. I left a name out. Sean Hannity. He loves these corporate wars. He's never found a corporate war he doesn't like so far, and he loves to wear a CIA pin on his lapel from time to time. That should tell you everything you need to know about Sean Hannity. And by the way, the primetime lineup over there at Fox News, the Monday through Friday primetime lineup, which featured Tucker Carlson, then Sean Hannity, then Laura Ingram, that was their money pot. That was the lineup that paid for all their daytime BS. Just so people yeah. know, Fox News shot itself in the foot with a machine gun. And I, for one, love it. I think it's great. The chickens are coming home to roost. Fox News can go screw itself. Yep, I'm with you. Um, this was Megan Kelly's point. She said, like, the, the, the head sheds at the top, all they care about is the primetime numbers. And, I, and the, yeah, a machine gun is probably a bazooka. Uh, they've just removed their feet. It, yeah, this could be the end of Fox News, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully it'll be the end of the mainstream horror media in this country, because if and when there are ever tribunals for the crimes of these people, the mainstream media will be hauled in too. The people that knew what was going on and covered up for it and were taking bribes and were part of the CIA's payroll because they are dutiful mercenaries known as Mockingbirds in the CIA's Operation Mockingbird Project or program. These people need to be tried for their crimes just like Albert Borla at Pfizer, just like Joe Biden, the traitor sitting in the White House, Kamala Harris, Mayorkas, all of them need to be tried for their crimes. And if that doesn't happen, friends, you, dear listener, 
should start probably looking for an exit plan like Matt Taylor has done. Ecuador might be one such possibility. Look into it. I'll try to remember to leave all the links below to these great videos that Matt's provided us here in this outline. And as always, Matt, thank you so much for what you do every single day at SGT Report. And thank you for putting together this great news outline today. We appreciate you. No, that's fine. It was my, my very great pleasure. All right. Matt survived the 100-degree temperatures over there, my friend, and we'll talk again soon. Yeah, there's fans and air conditioning on overdrive. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And friends, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, a very special thank you to our subscribed stars. We appreciate you guys. And for those interested in supporting us at sgtreport.tv, where we have the server beyond the reach of Big Brother, I'll remind you, if you do sign up there, guys, for a nominal monthly fee, not only will you be supporting the show and the website's, you will get Sophia Smallstorm's newsletter, the Avatar newsletter, for free every time it's issued. Just sign up with us and support us at sgtreport.tv. I'll try to leave a link below. And for those who have already signed up, the best, easiest way to find that newsletter, the latest from Sophia, is to scroll down and click on the video I just did, the interview I just did with Sophia, and you'll find the PDF to the newsletter linked below. Friends, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll remind you every single day for free, sgtreport.tv. That's the place to go. It's the antidote to corporate propaganda and mockingbird mainstream media lies. May God bless you and yours. Bye-bye. If anybody has any doubt that this is a war on America and a war on really civilized culture, this makes it clear. God, how can there be any question when you have the administration, those who should so-called be standing up and protecting our republic basically inviting in that level of chaos and that level of violence that's that's heartbreaking and it's honestly this is time to pray time to prepare time to get time to get strong and resilient personally 